PowerQuest, live from the heart of Brooklyn. PowerQuest is an hour-long podcast about everything in and relating to technology with two techno experts, Eric Newman, hi, and Tyler Dinner. Hey there. This week's episode, Quickie 2.0. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another Polar Quest. My name is Eric Newman, and to the right of me, or across from me, however you want to say it, is my compatriot of code. No, no, Chris, Chris Grabowski is not here. It's the other person that we do the show with, our lovely drummer of the show, Tyler Dinner. Hi, how you doing? I am no compatriot. You're no compatriot, no. <laughs> no. You're much, I like you much better than Christian, let's be honest. Since Aww. he's not here, we can be frank with each other. <laughs> I want to be Tyler still. You want to be Tyler still? But you gotcha. can be frank. What's what's that noise? I don't, uh, know. I don't know. Anyway, something we've got something something weird's going on. Technical difficulties. Okay, yeah, technical difficulties. It's always a fun time. I remember, you know, it's funny. I listen to the um, every once in a while when I feel nostalgic. I listen to the original shows we did at Radio Free Brooklyn, and every single one of them has some kind of problem at the beginning. And it's just like, yeah, well, here's another rough start on episode seven of Polar Quest. <laughs> now, fifty episodes later, we almost almost have it together. So. Yeah, it was a legit hockey changeover in a basement. It was, it was. It was the most tense basement in Brooklyn, I think. <laughs> Except for the basement where the people who stole my shoes from last week live. Oh. Yes. Which is a transition to... That's right! Wonderful! They stole your shoes? The studio audience... Stole my shoes. That's oh, right. That sound you heard man. was our wonderful studio audience. We keep them in a Tupperware container during the week, and we take them out on Sundays. Those just rascals. For us. And they would have gotten away with it if it weren't for that meadow Christian. sneaky rat. Can't, can't say that. Rat. Pizza rats. Pizza. Sneaky pizza rats. Stealing my shoes. Uh. Making me walk around Bushwick in my cat slippers. <laughs> Fully dressed. He's not lying. He's got cat fully, slippers. Fully dressed. Yeah. He um, leaves them in the hall. They're probably going to get stolen, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, now now I have a nice box for my shoes and for your shoes. For everyone's shoes. For Crystal's shoes. Everyone's shoes. And do we have a development on, on the shoe burglar? Oh, yes. I found out who they were. <clears throat> they were two black-hearted individuals who... Wow. Yeah. That's right. They opened. Um, That's sinister. There's, there's my. I live in a gentrification building, as I've said many times here in, in Bushwick, and uh, they opened a side door of my building that was supposed to be closed. They just opened it. I found the footage. They just it's, it's like like it wasn't even locked. Opened it. One. There's two guys. One of them walks up the two stairs. man operation. Yeah. One of them walks. Possibly a third outside case in the joint. Well, no, there was only two of them because we actually there are cameras outside. So we saw there were only two of them. Maybe he's out of camera shot. Maybe. He maybe, cased it. Maybe. But, uh, what is it? So the first guy comes in, looks around the stairwell, doesn't see anything, goes up, sweeps the whole building, every, goes through every floor, nabs everything that he can, throws it in his giant shopping bag, and exits. Second guy comes in like five seconds behind him, but by that time, the guy's made his way up the stairs. So person B comes in, he looks around the stairwell, and then leaves. He doesn't do anything. And he just waits outside patiently for person A to come back down with his heist. And, uh, yeah. So, um... He I, was there for backup. He was there to, you know... He was there for part of the, he was there for part of the heist. But anyway... If, if dude A would have got caught, dude B would have been like, Oh, I'm your alibi. Like, we were here together. I live here. Uh, I'm what are you doing with guy. all of these shoes that clearly don't fit your feet? Thank you for bringing these shoes to me. I'm going to go get my shoes. They're in my closet. And we're going to go to the store and donate these shoes together. That's, you know, I guess that's possible. <laughs> no, he's just cleaning out my closet. And by closet, I mean these people's apartments, hallways. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a little tough. But I have, I have proper shoes yet again, not the ones that I bought in, for my cat slippers last week that were actually the wrong size. I managed to sell them to a friend of mine for $20. That was kind of cool. But anyway. Lock up your sneakers, Bushwick. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. I had some neighbors that had some winter shoes stolen. I had to get, yeah, and those are expensive. That's not fun. I had to get new orthotics. That was expensive. This whole adventure has cost me like 200 bucks. And that's because last week I said it was $500, but this week it's 200 because my because they're covered by my insurance, which is, which is nice. Uh, where is the uh, where's the covered by my insurance? <clears throat> Take two. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, what else? How was your week, Tyler? Can't complain. Uh, we had those nice days. 
first couple days of oh, summer. Yeah. We don't have spring in New York. We have winter, 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 and then it clicks over to summer for a couple days, like as a teaser, and then it just goes right back to winter. It so. clicked back over to winter sometime yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indubitably. My girlfriend and I went on a, on a, uh, a Canarsie country safari. And uh, we returned. We returned my Cablevision modem and router to Cablevision's home in Canarsie. <laughs> you don't want to go once the sun goes down. And that's what she said. She's like, "It's a bad neighborhood." I'm like, "No, but it doesn't get dark until like eight, so we should be fine." And we did. And I was like, "And then we get to ride to the end of the L, and it's gonna be great." It's very anticlimactic. Um, but did you have? Never mind. You did not have the pizza out there. You cannot eat pizza. Your I girlfriend can eat, cannot eat. My girlfriend can't eat pizza. You can't eat pizza. I can't eat pizza sauce. Which is the only Which part is of the pizza. best? What are you eating then? Well, they they say you can have white pizza, but that's not pizza. That's, that's not... like calling white chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. So what do you do? You don't go to pizza because there's a legendary pizza. Out I there. will take Apparently, Harper Medicine the real mobs and were, get some real, made the real good pizza. That's what I'll do. I will You're take. Good. I'll take my Zantac and eat a real slice of pizza. There you go. Like a man who doesn't have gluten intolerance or lactose intolerance or any or type of person who happens to be of the pizza enthusiast type. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's see something that I, I wanted to lament with Christian, but he's not. He's not here. Uh, we bought Spotify, as you know, last week. We bought them. You and me. You and Christian. Christian and I bought the company. That's cool. Can I have a job? No. There's a hiring freeze. <sighs> Sorry, we have to wait for some checks to clear and for some investors and all sorts of stuff. But, but um, you're, you're, you're a European company. I want to be in charge of like something cool. Like, no, but now that we're a European company, we have to. We ha- it takes like five months to hire someone because we have to ask Brussels if it's allowed. Oh, and then they say, but we're not allowed. You should be hiring one of these migrants instead of a white person. And then you have to have a round of wine and cheese and just think about it. And then uh, and then they have to take another break and then they have to go home. So you're not getting a job. And then you take your cigarette out for a walk. And, yes, uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, Spotify is at... Uh, at a buck forty-eight, hundred forty-eight dollars and ninety cents, still at a loss. And when What's I bought that them, mean? that means Eric's still losing money. What'd they start at? Uh, one sixty. So Eric lost money. I lost money. I actually sold Eric it. Didn't learn from Eric. It went back up. Well, it went. To, it, it started to go back up. So I bought it again, and then it stayed at the price where I bought it. So now I think I bought it at like one forty-eight. No, should... I bought it at one fifty-four. I'm an idiot. You should really live stream your financial decisions so everyone else no! can make money. No, <laughs> I, lo- I I found the link that has all of my that has my net income from E Trade, and it's just all red. <laughs> everything I was like, everything I thought was a good idea. Is this the economy starting it's to? A, tank? Sir, Is have that- you thought about trying to buy a home? <laughs> yeah, that's a good store of value. Yeah, then there'll be another housing crisis. Buy New York real estate. You like New York City so much. Buy something here. I don't have the money. Oh, I didn't mean right now. I, mean, I don't have the money. A, and and stop B, trying to play the stock market. I know someone who's trying to uh, to buy a house, and they keep getting outbid by people who are paying all cash offers. This is on this on like seven something that I've heard very in often. Queens, as a real estate agent, when I used to be Queens. You're getting, like, the houses that would be laughed at 20 years ago, 10 years ago. People are losing to all cash bids because they want a piece of New York City. Because they know. Because they can replace they that, that house fi- with, a, with a building like where I live. That, and yeah, and five train stops deep now is gentrified as hell. Seven, eight train stops deep. Booker, you are, you're gentrified. You're in a gentrification building. Almost, oh, yeah. t- uh, almost two This, this building digits. is 10 years old. Two. It's insanity. They're building a new one behind me. You can look, look out the window and see their basement. Um, there's a giant hole in the ground. They're almost done with the one next door to me. That's too expensive for me. And uh, I'm renewing my lease this year, hopefully, if my roof doesn't leak again. Jamaica, Queens is about to start getting hail and hardies. It's insane. There's a new Chick-fil-A in Times Square. Also in the financial district. And in in Fideye. And no one had any today. That's because they're closed on Sundays. Just, <laughs> like, just like the stock market. Yeah! See? be cool if we had a nice audience reaction for that i don't know um i think our audience is uh intoxicated or something probably two drink minimum probably we don't usually enforce that but no we thought we were gonna have an after dark episode well yeah and then and then and then christian got sick and then the the audience was told that so they started drinking and we gave them the drink vouchers and we forgot to cancel them but we didn't want (laughs) anyway all right uh we're spending a lot of time we make more money off them that way anyway (laughs) yes (laughs) spending a lot of time at the top of the show one last thing to mention though is that it's tax time and tax time is coming up we have to file on april 17th in two days and uh turbo tax is requiring me to upgrade my computer 
Didn't you complain about this before? I complained about this exactly a year ago. That's right. And they said last year that this is the last version of TurboTax to let me install. And I haven't upgraded my computer for yet another year. And now we're here. So they kept their promise. Turbo into it. And you're turning this in as news. (laughs) Yes. But I don't want to go down the rat hole of reinstalling all of the device drivers on my Hackintosh. Because getting the sound to work... The sound was the hardest thing to get to work. If I can't get the sound to work on this computer, we can't do the podcast. I I have Chrome pulled up right here. Would you like me to find the number for the Wambulance? (laughs) No. No, but it just... uh, I can't believe that. They can be here in a few minutes. My question is, what is... TurboTax using that it requires that I have the newest version of Mac OS. What does it do? It's not doing anything complex with graphics. It's not doing it. Maybe it needs new APIs to send my data to the NSA. Like, well, I don't get it. let's think about it this way. If there was a congressional hearing over what Facebook did with your data, then what do you think TurboTax is capable of? PCI compliance. They're fine. It's fine. Uh-huh. Doctor patient confidentiality. There's no confidentiality. They're now, no... Leak. They're now able to sell whatever you want. Or whatever they want. Not whatever, but I mean... Who's they? Intuit? The internet. The internet. They, the administration made that a thing like eight months ago. That what? They said you're, oh, you're clear to... The legality fell through on whether or not you could actually sell stuff to third parties. Oh. Internet data. Well, oh, it, oh, oh, your data. Right. Yeah. Uh, browsing data. Right. I remember that. Okay. I thought you... When you said things, I thought you meant like literal things. Sorry. You know, no. one thing that they actually said you can't sell on the internet, humans... There's yet yeah, the the guy from Backpage was indicted on the human trafficking law. Well, you you know what? That's kind of a no brainer, is it? Because he actually was responsible for a lot of human trafficking. Selling people is generally frowned upon. I have to go with that sentiment. Yes, yes. Anyway, um, I think we have a very light show today. We're just doing a quickie because Christian's not here. We had planned a bigger episode, but it's not just not going to happen. I don't think anyone's complaining. I don't think anyone's We're complaining. Having a good time. That's true. We don't have any fans. <laughs> the only fans we have say the show's too long anyway. So why don't we cut something short and move on to some local news with our New York. As if we haven't talked about New York already. Where we take a look at your five boroughs. We haven't talked about this, Tyler. Danish, uh, sorry, Danish tourist robbed at knife point in Union Square because he was wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Don't start. Don't take the heat. What is it? You can't take the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Don't come to New York wearing that crap and expect no one, everyone to take it with a smile. I assume he was wearing it ironically. It doesn't matter. Offensively. You don't, don't wear MAGA. Don't wear Red Sox. Don't wear... What's the third one? Comedy as a rule of threes. Wow, that was a fail. Okay, anyway. It's coming. Okay, police have released the sketch of one of two men wanted for robbing a tourist at knife point because of his hat. Authorities say the 18-year-old from Denmark was walking to the Union Square subway during rush hour on Thursday when a man removed his Make America Great Again hat off his head. The victim tried to get his hat back, but the other suspect threatened him with a knife, and then they ran off. Yeah, don't wear that hat in this city. Yeah, it's a bad idea. Red Sox hats, I'm okay with. Sunset Park? That was like where a lot of Hasidim lived. That actually, they voted for Trump. Now, I saw the electoral map. They did the by, the, yeah. by, by neighborhood. Anyway, you're asking for trouble if you wear that. Because they got right. money in the bank and they're trying to save that. And they're on welfare. That's another story. Uh, famed gay rights lawyer sets himself on fire at Prospect Park in protest in a protest suicide against fossil fuels. He probably did use gasoline, though, for the fire. I don't know if there's a bit of irony there or not. I guess not because nobody's. You know what? I'm not, this, at least too Christian much. would kind it's... of like cough laugh. Oh no! At my crappy jokes. No, like. don't take my silence for for lack of laughter. I just, well, we're on a radio show; they can't see the smile uh, on your face. Tyler. Sorry, folks. Overload. Uh, it's also 2018. Not going to touch that one. A nationally known it's advocate for gay rights and the environment died Sunday or Saturday. That was yesterday in a fiery Prospect Park suicide with his self-immolation meant as a wake-up call to save the planet. The charred remains of David Buckle, age 60, were discovered shortly after sunrise when firefighters, firefighters responded to a 6.40 a.m. blaze in the southwest corner of the sprawling Brooklyn Park. That's Quote, really... Go on. I am David Buckle, and I just killed myself by fire as a protest suicide. Read a handwritten suicide note that was not 
eaten alive by the flames, actually. I apologize to you for the mess. <laughs> I'm sorry. A second, I mean, that's kind of coming close. A second longer note, left with the first inside an envelope marked, quote, for the police, said Buckle doused himself in fossil fuel before starting the fatal fire as a metaphor for the destruction of the planet. Quote, my early death by fossil fuel reflects what we are doing to ourselves. A lifetime of service may be, best be preserved by giving a life. Honorable purpose in life invites honorable purchase in death. I hope it is an honorable death that might serve others. Wow. He is a martyr for the planet. Yeah. He is. I'm not, I, there's nothing, I can't, I mean, it's really sad. Yeah, it's sad. Because nobody at BP watched this. Nobody at Exxon watched that. Wow. Nobody, no, no one at the big, none of the big guys really cared. And that's what's sad, is that those companies don't have humanity. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's a, a last one, only three today. Uh, you know, the new chief of the MTA, Andy Byford, the British guy from Toronto, um, said that trains should not be delayed as long when a fight breaks out on the subway, on the platforms. Yeah. He said there's no reason to delay a train for 90 minutes because people were punching each other at the station. Yeah, people are fighting. Trains got to keep moving. Yeah. That, I mean, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I, he might, he might actually be a good guy. Is that why the Bronx slows down the 456 train all the time? <laughs> it's always the Bronx. I swear if we cut them off, the trains would run fine. That would be funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It's insanity. It's pretty funny. Um, I'm going to time out. Yes. Yes. Uh, he said, I very much appreciate what the police do, uh, but we shouldn't have been at stand for that long. Oh, my God, no. And then the medical emergencies, too. Oh, we've been d- delayed because of medical emergency. If someone is not bleeding all over the car... Like, someone throws up on a car, why do you have to take... You have to, what, take it back to the station? In Canarsie? They have to go all the way back to Canarsie because someone throws up on a subway? I don't think so. That's usually what a lot of these medical emergencies are. Someone throws up. Oh, really? I think so. I don't think anyone... I shouldn't say it like that. That comes off as callous. They need barf not... bags playing airplane style. Yeah. Exactly, except homeless people would end up using them as blankets. Either or, or worse. Let's go Or on. worse, that's right. Because then they don't even have to go out, leave the train to use the bathroom. They said that taking away plastic bags is charging the spike in hepatitis. Next subject. They said that taking away the trash cans from the subway would make the litter go away, but that didn't happen. Well, how is that going to help? It's not going to help. Apparently it works in Tokyo. You have to, yeah, you have to like tell the whole society that you have to raise your children differently. It's not gonna help. Yeah, it's a it's a cultural it's a cultural issue, and we we, we are a throwaway society, and we love throwing things in the track beds. So uh, much like something else, we like to throw away. Let's throw away Christians. GitHub issues of the week because he's not here, so we don't have to do him. Why don't we move right on to your plus one? Our pull request plus one to where we send out well wishes and acknowledgments of awesomeness to people and other organizations. Who's our first plus one this week, Tyler? This week is Hackers. Hackers. Usually what? you do bad stuff, and even though this was probably bad this week, uh, they attacked Vivo. And they, and they took, took down Despacito? They took down Despacito. Dios mio. The biggest YouTube video of all time. They took it down, and I don't care. If you've seen anything positive by Vivo, you can feel free to let me know. I will warmly welcome it. But everything that I've seen by them is awful. If you look at the most uh, Vivo videos, they will probably be the artists that you like the least. So. Well then, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. Why did they take down Vivo? I have no idea. I didn't read into it. I did was they just, just really hate everybody playing Despacito? I think so. Everyone I agree was with that. playing Despacito. And now, and now it's Havana, and I can't get over it. You could open a window in any apartment in Bushwick and hear it faintly in the background. Someone in this neighborhood is like, is this playing it? Like, this, yeah. Anyway, I have this theory actually about about uh, songs, and if you can get if you can get a Spanish phrase in there that's no more than four Spanish words, you can get a huge hit out of it. As long as it fits into the reggaeton beat. Like uh, Live in La Vida Loca. That didn't have... Huge hit. That actually didn't have the reggaeton beat. No, no, oh, yeah, no, 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 not the reggaeton beat. But if you can do a, a Spanglish song... No, you're song, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's huge. And, and there is a Spanish version of uh, La Vida Loca, isn't there? Yeah, it's true, yeah. yeah. Uh, just like there was a Spanish version of that other popular song from Mark Anthony from the 90s. Um, There's a lot of those. I know really? Bailamos I thought he only had thing, one, like, mainstream pop hit. Was with uh, the piano oh, intro. Oh, 
can't remember. But anyway, all right. Your next plus one goes to? Uh, USA Today and Snowden for Snowden. reminding us that during the whole FBI, I mean, uh, Congress, Facebook interrogation situation, that that Facebook, that committee of congressional uh, people was the committee that had the most money donated to them by Facebook's super PAC. Facebook has a super PAC? That should have been the news first. Yeah, Facebook has a super PAC, and all the people from Congress that were questioning Zuckerberg were from that committee that got a ton of money from that super PAC. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But then why are they questioning him? Shouldn't they just be throwing softballs at him? That's what they did. Mr. Zuckerberg, uh, who is your hairstylist? (laughs) People say you might be the next Bill Gates because you both have these ridiculously stupid haircuts despite both being billionaires. Now, Mr. Zuckerberg, your suit... It's fantastic. Did the you? Is fit. that a men's warehouse suit? Is that <laughs> it a can't be. No. No. Even though you do look great in it. I I was at Macy's the other day. I saw something on the rack that might have been like it. No. I just, Surely a man like you. Mr. Mr. Zuckerberg, I just you're want a to Neiman know. Marcus, is, this a, is this a made-to-measure suit? I reserve my time. <laughs> I, 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 was, I, have a, I have a question. If I type my data into Facebook, is it, is it, does that appear on Facebook? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, well, why, why does it do that? Well, you typed it in. Oh, yeah. I mean, how does I mean, you taking my privacy? Well, not really, because you gave it to us. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, and your last plus one goes to? Goes to the internet meme community for making this whole Zuckerberg situation at least worth our while because they did a damn good job of making things funny. They did actually have some pretty funny memes. <laughs> They, uh, all the pictures of, of his face, and then, oh, that face when you realize that you made the world's largest social network on PHP. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have any others that come to mind. But Oh, okay, you just wanted the PHP tab in there, right? That's the only one I remember. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. No, there was another one that was like, Are we, uh, can you show us, can you log into Facebook for us, please? And then uh, Congress asked Zuckerberg uh, to log yeah. into Congress. Congress's browser window, and it has like 20, 20 IE toolbars. And the, yeah, it's like my dad's screen. Anyway, has been quite a funny week to listen to uh, Zuckerberg, and that's been our Plus Ones. Dancing music. Yeah. But shaking. We're plowing through the show. I guess we have some more time for nonsense because we're just we don't have too much to talk about. See, that's why I've been taking my time. You've been taking your time. I'm getting really long. All right. Uh, <laughs> see how much happier we are now that Christian's not here. No, we miss you, buddy. Get well. He's not going to listen to the show. He doesn't even listen to the show. Oh, yeah, that was very nice. We should rip on him a bunch just to see if he listens one time. Yeah, then he'll be like you guys. I think, though, I think what's going to happen is I think his parents might listen to the show and then they might tell him that we're ripping on him. I have a feeling the first. Time- I have, a feeling, I have a feeling the first time I meet Christian's mom, she's going to have some stern words for me. <laughs> she's going to, I can't believe how much fun you've made of me on your podcast, but where's my wine? Where's my <laughs> wine? <laughs> she's going to have one of those, uh, those dolor things that they used to hit people with. Yeah. No, she'll break out like the Catholic, uh, like one of the, whatever they beat you with in Catholic school. A reed? No, like the ruler? That, that mallet that has like the holes in it. The hat, it's like, it's like a whack. Oh. Like, like they beat kids with it. And, I don't know. I'm not Catholic. Something the that paddle? Boy, do. Yeah, the paddle. There we go. Okay. And let's, uh, you know what, Tyler? Let's give Apple a paddling because it's time for my... Ah! a nice little poop on Apple. This week, uh, unauthorized iPhone 8, 8 Plus, and X display replacements can break the ambient light sensor and cause your phone not to boot up. Apple apparently is starting a uh, allegedly, apparently performative, whatever, seems to be starting a shadow war against third-party and off-brand replacement parts. And this is one of those things. If you use a non-Apple replacement screen, it might actually cause your phone to not boot up in the latest version of iOS. It was only a matter of time. And Gadget also experienced the bug firsthand after swapping the displays of two new iPhones, which disabled the ambient light sensor of the devices. So I guess that's what's really causing the problem, is it doesn't, the, a lot of these displays, I guess, don't have the sensor built in, quote. I was able to confirm that even swapping the displays of two brand new iPhones causes the ambient light sensor to stop working, despite it not being altered or touched in any way. 
Experiments have shown that the sensor is, is disabled by iOS during the boot process. Oh, so it is a problem with the, the cheap third-party Yeah, part. it is. Oh, but so it the third-party thing is up their game. It used to be a problem because it's only in the iPhone 8, 8 Plus, and X. Okay, so cheap third-party parts are going to get a little more expensive. Possibly. But here, check this out. Apple sued somebody who owned an independent iPhone repair shop in Norway because they thought he was using counterfeit parts when he was just getting them on a discount, and they lost the suit. Good. Yes. I'm actually happy that they lost because, they, that, like I said, it sounds like they want to prevent any of these third-party repair utilities, these third-party repair companies, from functioning. You have to take your iPhone back to Apple HQ so they can charge you an arm and a leg to get it fixed when you sat on your screen and broke it. Yeah, I don't want to go back to the mothership every time I want to fix the phone. Well, that's what they want, and, if, and honestly, car dealers are heading that way, too. Car, cars have turned into basically iPhones. Yeah, now that they're electric, that's a problem. You had a 2018, or are they on 2019 yet? In the model year? If you your Tesla breaks down, Elon Musk's right. house is open <laughs> from 9 exactly. to 5. Exactly. Try, try, try changing some kind of serpentine belt on a Tesla. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> but what's interesting is, um, so this guy, Hoosby, uh, who owned this iPhone repair shop, uh, he settled with Apple, and he agrees not to manufacture, import, import, sell, market, or otherwise deal with any products that infringe Apple's trademarks. However, he said that he also never was. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough read. Domestically, Apple has worked with the Department, the Department of Homeland Security and ICE, Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, to seize counterfeit parts in the U.S. and to raid the shops of independent iPhone repair professionals. ICE's Nat, uh, National Intellectual Property Rights Coordination Center, NIPRC, the Nipperks, rejected a Freedom of Information Act request in 2016 regarding Apple's involvement to its Operation Chain Reaction anti-counterfeiting, anti-counterfeiting team, citing that doing so, quote, could reasonably be expected to interfere with enforcement proceedings. Sweet. Yeah. So basically... Like I said, this really sounds like Apple is trying to close the loop in all external everything. They're closing the loop on external an- analog audio. I-, I have a feeling the next iPad Pro is not going to have a headphone port. So That's impressive that they can work with ice and they're not, like, sweating, you know? Like, I feel like a lot of major corporations would... Well, why? I mean, they don't have... Why would... It, I mean, what? Like, if Dell worked with ICE to stop people... Well, no one's going to counter... Well, I guess Dell. these are tech companies, but yeah, I feel like... they're tech like companies. Like, what other Fortune 500 companies, like, don't have some sort of, like... Well, it's about anti-counterfeiting, and it's about a Fortune 500 company that has a brand that people would want to counterfeit. There's not many of them. There's, like, Apple and Nike and Coca-Cola. That's true. McDonald's? Not even really... I mean, there was McDowell's from Coming to America. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny that you just think of, like, you know, you conflate ice with, like, illegal workers domestically. And diamonds. Yeah. (laughs) But then, and and so many of these companies, like, have no illegal workers in America, but overseas, they're some of the worst offenders of that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, and and Apple, uh, I don't know what their rules are in China, but they don't have these rules in China. So, our last Apple attack is that Siri learns new jokes, but she is not good at open mic. Oh, let's hear it. Here's one. What's the difference between roast beef and you know what? Here, let's make this even oh, drier. Oh no. Let's let's make this even drier. No more music. Oh what's what's the difference? Actually, you know what? Here's here's oh here, you know what? I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna put the music back on, but it's gonna be this music. What's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? Anyone can roast beef, but not anyone can pea soup. <laughs> One night, I paid $20 to see Prince, but I partied like it was 1999. Oh, no. I taught a wolf to meditate. Now he's a werewolf. Oh, no. <laughs> what? There's more. What do you call a Labrador that becomes a magician? Uh. A Labracadabrador. No, no, just bad. Here's an old one. What do you call a talking dinosaur? Huh. Thesaurus. What do cats like to eat for breakfast? Hmm. Mice Krispies. Oh, that's a bad image. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to ruin Rice Krispies. Yes. Yes. Not you. No. Siri. Siri. Well, at least you have an Android. You know what's funny is... 
<laughs> funny, nice pun, is that all these jokes are they're they're clever, but they're not funny. They're not even dad joke funny. Mm-mm. How about another one? Knock knock. Who's there? Ammonia. Ammonia. Who? Ammonia. Humble assistant. I'm on your humble assistant. Ammonia humble assistant. Are you banging my secretary? I don't know. You know what's funny is the amount of bureaucracy that these that she these crappy humble. jokes had to go through. Um, and their how many million dollar testing facility? <laughs> Nine hundred. Nine hundred. Nine hundred sticks. Yeah. Million times over. Yeah, it's it's really so many hundy sticks. It's pretty. It's pretty bad. Excuse me. Uh, let's see. Oh, they can't see. We know they can't because it's audio only. Unless we did video like you wanted to. We're gonna upgrade to video at some point. As long as I don't have to edit it, it's fine. We will go beyond. You edit. You take care of the video slice. Fine. I'm just gonna focus in on your butt. As long as that doesn't make us have a sign into YouTube warning, then that's okay. You know they do that. Depends on what you do with it, buddy. Well, that's not for me to decide. That's Google's Google's algorithm. Here's something we had talked. Remember the uh, whoa? Remember the two episodes that we did on uh, Meltdown Inspector? Intel's, yes. Uh, the CPU flaws that are in every the Intel chip. Talk essential. about acronym soup. Yes. Uh, well, Intel. There's an update. Have uh, issued fresh microcode revision guidance that mentions that they're not going to upgrade all of the chips. They're not going to fix all the chips that have been issued. It's too much work for them. They can't so do it. it's a good thing that we already fixed my processor and locked it down. Well, it's, I don't think... It, it's probably not going to... I'd, I'd say the newer ones will probably be upgraded, but... Uh, what does it say? This new guidance, issued April 2nd, adds a stopped status to Intel's production status category in its array of available Meltdown Inspector security updates. Stopped indicates that there will be no microcode patch to kill off Meltdown or Spectre. The guidance explains that a chipset earns the stopped status because after a comprehensive investigation of the smart microarchitectures, blah, 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 Intel is determined to not release microcode updates. Christian would be like, oh, you just got to the good part. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he would tell me that I'm wrong. Like, even though that they haven't been updated, it's somehow going to be fine because he knows everything. Oh, yeah. Well, just, I wrote a pass the other day while I was writing some like, drivers for you know, drivers. The thing, that, the thing that continually, you know what really grinds my gears is when I try to, con- try to tell Christian something that doesn't work, and then he tells me that I'm wrong and says, no, that it does work, but then he doesn't. It takes me like half an hour to re-explain the question every time to him that something's totally simple. Like, if I download a copy of Pull Request on my computer... And then I go outside on my cell phone and download the copy of pull request. That counts as two downloads, not one. Oh, but the protocols can level four and all this. It doesn't matter. They're separate. Everything, everything separate. No, but you see, no, it's not. How many plays does no my sick. YouTube account get? Yeah. I mean, it's good for us and my chest of cell phones that I've got here, but not <laughs> for any, uh, no. So uh, he Good for still, something besides for Tinder. Something, yes. But he has not explained to me or to you, the wonderful audience, how you can connect a download on my home computer versus a download on my cell phone with a different Apple ID, with a different IP address, from a different IP range, a different everything. I don't see how those count as one download. Those have to count as two. TBD. Yes. Uh... How about you know? Here's a since Christian isn't here, I feel like I feel like a little more free. I can introduce a new segment onto the show. Uh, it's not in the notes because I wasn't really I, I didn't know exactly if we could do this. Let me see if I can find. Are you free birding it? I'm uh, I'm I'm free balling it. Yeah, it's improv. Uh, yes. Uh, how's this? Is this musical improv? It's time for Persons of Consequence. This week's Person of Consequence is Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling was an important comedian in the 20th century and who died in 2016. There's a new documentary exploring his life and his comedy called The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling on HBO. Spelled Gary with two R's, by the way. I recommend everybody watch it because all TV comedy this century stems from the work that he did last century. Everything from 30 Rock to Arrested Development to The Office to Parks and Rec to The American Office to, to Borat to all of Sasha Baron Cohen's movies to, to Sarah, uh, Sarah Silverman to everything. Everything that we think of as modern TV comedy, all this awkwardness, self-referential nonsense comes from Gary Shandling. And Gary Shandling does not get the... Uh, the credit that he's due, A, and B, the when you watch his documentaries, you realize the reasons behind his comedy were all about self-exploration. They're all about exploring humanity. They're all about exploring who we are as people and what human emotion is and how to live a well, a fulfilled life 
and he and he did that through comedy, and it's it's a very higher it's a higher level of thinking that I don't know. I definitely didn't have while watching his his stuff, but it all makes sense now, and that a lot of other comedians don't have. There's a they, they have uh, Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld, a lot on these documentaries because they were friends and they both had they were both Jewish sitcom stars of the '90s. The shows were on at the same time, except Gary Shanley could curse on his and Jerry couldn't. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that, uh, you know, Gary Shanling, like, uh, it just talks about how your material really means nothing. It's just your self-expression at the time, and that's it. It's really more about you. And Jerry Seinfeld's like, it means nothing? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, it's, just, it's nothing. It's just, it's just ephemeral. It's just your essence. And Seinfeld doesn't get it. Because he's so used to just, like, his BS, let me crack a joke, oh, let me do the same joke for 30 years. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) That's been this week's Person of Consequence. Person of Consequence. Yes, because I think that back in the 20th century, when there were fewer people on the planet, each each person mattered more in society. And uh, we matter much less now in the 21st century than we did in the 20th century. Sure, you dilute the pool. Yeah, and then you pee in the pool, and the pee, the pool is full of pee. So uh, I mean, every time I, chemistry is a great example. The just getting through the entrance, uh, the first college chemistry classes is really really difficult, and you're learning things that there's three times more material in in your first half of the semester than there was in the entire subject in the 1920s. And half the kids now that are getting A's in college chemistry could have been progressing that subject easily a hundred years ago. Well, I mean, that you can say the same thing about history. There was a lot less history to learn a hundred years ago. Well, progressing... What? Yes! What? Yes! You're there just was a lot a... less stuff a no. hundred years ago. The only thing that hasn't changed too much I'm is talking about, math. I'm talking about... Yeah. Imagine, like, math you know, would have know, been easy to push forward in the 1700s. would have been to get a hundred years ago. They didn't it didn't exist. Well, that would have been harder. What's well, a computer? That's different. Computer science is probably no, easier now. It's probably harder you, back then. Computers it, are a lot less accessible. Education, I would say, gets perpetually more difficult because you have the same amount of time. The students through generations have had the same amount of time to learn increasingly more stuff because more stuff has happened in the world as time goes on. So much stuff has happened. Yeah. Like, think about this. Our history books in high school didn't have 9-11 in it because we lived through 9-11. All the kids in high school now, they get the they get the history books with 9/11 in it. I'm sure it has a nice revisionist spin on what actually happened, but that's another story. Um You know what? We don't actually really uh we don't have too much more for today. We have we've got our uh I'm, I'm, let's do this again. Theresa May murders the internet. But uh, it's actually the FBI. And the FBI and the Justice Department have been quietly meeting with security researchers who have been working on approaches providing extraordinary access to encrypted devices, according to f- people familiar with the talks. The New York Times also reports that the Trump administration has been talking to security researchers over getting access to encrypted devices. I'm sure that conversation goes a lot like this. Uh, do you have an encrypted device? Yes. Can I access it? No. Uh, please? No. But I wanna. But no. Well, let me let me have it anyway. Mm, no. Oh, please. No. I'm gonna get a warrant that says you have to give it to me. Probably not. I'll get the warrant. I just can't get into the device because it's encrypted. Uh, I can't afford a lawyer. Here you go. Thank you. Oh no, I can't get into the device because it's encrypted. I wish I had some kind of extraordinary access into this device because it's. I don't know what to do. <laughs> And that's the whole conversation. I don't really see... It keeps happening. And see, I don't really see anything else coming from this until there's an OS update, until the government and Apple and Google collude. They all shake hands in a bunker somewhere deep inside Washington, D.C., and they say, okay, we're going to release an update that allows you a one-time pass into the operating system. If you're just joining us on this topic, all the major governments of the world want a backdoor access to everything that you can do, and they want it to be totally secure otherwise. Well, the thing is, is that uh, they've had 
In the 20th century, there were ways to access this data. You could wiretap someone. You could get a warrant. If, like The classic example, and the, one of the reasons why Congress is so hung up on this, is because they're full of 70-year-old people who believe it's still the 20th century using 20th century analogies on a 21st century problem. You like think I they're said, talking about the phone lines? Like, yeah. Or like, or like uh, you know, if, if, if I had a ribbon around this safe and the government said, take off the ribbon and open the safe, I'd have to do it. Well, yes, but that's not how encryption works. If you, you can take off the ribbon and... Try to open the safe, but it's not going to work. And if you keep trying to open the safe, it's going to delete everything inside the safe. So good luck. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's different. That's very different. But these people don't get it because they, they grew up in a world with uh, J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> and that, you know, his wiretapping brigade. Anyway. If your first State of the Union came on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> if your State of the Union sounded like our newsreels, then you should not be talking about encryption. Yeah. So... Oh, here's one. The encryption debate isn't about stopping terrorists. It's about solving crime. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, it's about surveillance, really. That's, I mean, that, uh, who wrote this? The FBI themselves? When the government argues it's going dark because of ubiquitous end-to-end encryption, it often stresses how encryption thwarts counterterrorism investigation. Whatever this P.S. Maybe it was the same joker that wrote that, that cryptocurrency thing like a week and a half ago about how... Bitcoin was terrible, or the blockchain was totally flawed, and it was going to be pointless. I actually think there's a new, same version of that article rewritten every week. I hated that article. It was so bad. Well, there's so, a, but there's a new and, one. And it was basically, in summation, I based this on absolutely nothing. I've given you no statistical def- data whatsoever, and I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's, I'm so mad people are making money, and I didn't make any. Yes. Yeah, speaking of speaking of monetizing your data, let's talk about Facebook. Oh, you want to buy some of my data? I do. Uh, how's it? Could I buy it for a dollar? Uh, five bucks. How about how about five Zimbabwe dollars? Let me open up the McDonald's app and see what the deals are like, and then we'll talk. <laughs> Could I pay you in Whopper coin? Oh man, yeah. I gotta check what the price of Whopper is these days. Okay, well here's a here's a news flash. Facebook doesn't actually listen to your microphone. When you're using the app. Have you ever talked about something? Yeah, they're watching my sweet video streams, bro. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Uh, when they're, uh, Have you ever talked about something, and then you look at your phone, and you see an ad for it on Facebook, and you're like, are they, are they watching me? I just said this. I haven't proven that, but... Well, here's the proof. They're not doing it. Or at least uh, the allegedly. EFF says... Allegedly. The EF, this is from the EFF. I think I could believe the EFF. I don't know. Um... But it says that Facebook has a lot of other data that they use to track you, but they're not surreptitiously using your microphone, according to industry experts and Mark Zuckerberg in Congress. Interesting. Senator Gary Peters asked Zuckerberg if Facebook listens to users through their cell phone microphones in order to collect information about with which to serve them ads. Zuckerberg confidently said no. No, but do they look through your cameras, uh, through the FaceTime camera on your phone and both cameras and then... You use object detection and see all the brands and stuff. Not and if you do don't that. allow the camera access. Who Plus, the lights do turn on when you do that. That's not necessarily true. Well, if they, if they were found, if Facebook were found to be doing that, then that would be illegal on many many levels. I don't I, think. I think that's just the government backdoors that are able to turn on the camera that's without another, the, yes, that's, the light. Yes, that's the NSA. Um, Facebook NASA? actually, <laughs> yeah. Facebook actually uses more invasive, invisible surveillance and analyst methods, which give it enough information about you to produce uncanny advertisements all the time. Huh. Here's here's uh, let's see. Instead of listening to your conversation through your phone, here's what Facebook does do. <clears throat> One, they track you through like buttons across the web, whether you whether or not you are logged in or have a, or even have a Facebook account. Two, maintain shadow profiles of people who don't use Facebook. Ah, that's interesting. They have shadow profiles and shadow wars. Yes, uh, they log Android users' calls and texts. Have fun with that, Tyler. They <laughs> uh, they absorb unique wow. phone identifiers through in-app advertising to associate your identity across different devices that you use. Okay. Tracks your location and serves ads based on where you are, where you live, and where you work. Tracks your in-store purchases and to link the ads you see online with the purchases you make offline. Everybody does that these days. Well, watches the things that you start writing, but don't post to track your self-censorship. I mentioned this about a year ago, that even if you type out a status or an argument, you hit delete, that still goes to Facebook. Oh, for sure. Linked purchases to... Messenger accounts to allow sellers to send confirmation messages. Uh, 
without affirmative user permission, bought and advertised a VPN to track what users are doing on their apps and crush competition. Excuse me. Manipulated your newsfeed to see if it can make you sad or happy. And files patents for emerging tracking technology, like tracking your location through the dust on your phone camera for potential future use. Use. Dust on your phone camera. But all that's Hmm. completely legal. So, and it's even more legal when you accept their user agreement to allow them to track you when you use Facebook, which is what everybody who uses Facebook has done. And that's, and the terms may change at any time. And if you continue to use Facebook, you accept the terms. And I don't know why Zuckerberg didn't shrink wrap his whole testimony and say, by agreeing for me to testify, you absolve me of any wrongdoing. Ooh. Just like putting Eula on his whole thing. That's not going to actually fly, but I mean, couldn't it? No. Couldn't it? Wouldn't it be kind of cool? I don't know. Um, let's no, because see. He's, he's in too much of a position of power. Well, he does want to run for president someday. Well, not only that... I don't but, want him to be the first Jewish president. But, like, uh, say that he did do, like, the worst things that he possibly could have done with what he could have, what he could have potentially done. Uh, that's way too much of a gamble for them to take. What do you mean? What do you mean? He said, oh, you absolve me of anything. You say I'm not guilty of anything or I get to walk free as long as I just testify. Right. I mean, that's kind of an admission of Would guilt. Would you give right Hitler there. that option? Did Zuckerberg genocide anybody? Well, I'm just... He had... He, 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 he virtually He had the power to groups. really, really hurt and and damage a lot of people's lives. I mean, and a lot of people have... I'm not saying that he had Hitler's level of damage to people, but... Even if he did have a lot of lot of really negative impact potential, then it's too big of a gamble just to get him to testify. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, he probably wants to play nice with the government because he needs their help when tracking users. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Zuckerberg pleaded ignorance about the company he created and has controlled for 14 years. Zuckerberg wasn't dodging questions about how obscure corners of the company or corporate uh, minutiae. But the most plainly fundamental aspects of Facebook businesses and privacy policies, rather than congressional break, uh, congre- rather than the congressional beatdown that many had expected, the most striking aspect of Zuckerberg's testimony wasn't his painful apologies or, ex- or excuse spinning, but his ability to spend nearly ten hours saying almost nothing—a skill that he picked up from a former presidential candidate named Hillary Clinton. Oh, they're buddies. I don't know. They probably have met before. But spending 10 hours testifying about nothing while making it seem like you're saying something is exactly what she did. But I don't want to get into politics. He was almost trying to kill him with kindness or kill him with readiness. I don't think he has kindness. You have to be a human to be kind. Yeah, but... He looks like an alien. I don't know if that's like... He is like the bug eyes. He's like the like, oh yeah. He's like I have a narrow I have a narrow face, but like he has like his. It's like someone used the liquify filter on his head, and just like his his forehead and his eyes are just like much bigger than his chin and mouth. I don't know. Yeah, he's got a kind of a strange look on his face all the time. X Files look. Anyway, I'm no one to laugh at people about looks. I mean, come on. I would we do a radio show for a reason. Um, <laughs> kind of fall asleep. Are you just now noticing this? As long, as long as he doesn't start drooling on himself. Our, we had some technical help for the show, but they're not technically helping. No, he is. He's, he's Where's our fun. studio audience laughter for that? That was a good pun. That was a pretty good pun. But see, he fell asleep on the, on the, on the, on the board. <laughs> wow. Well, uh... Yeah. He probably won't be invited back. No, yeah. <laughs> we're, trying out, we're trying out a stage manager on the show this week. And, uh... Looks like our stage manager is not following union rules. He did not manage himself very well. No, he can't, no. Um, oh, no, we can't have a mutiny on the show. Oh, it looks like the audience is pulling a Rudy situation. Oh, man. They are pulling his, uh, they're pulling for the manager. Yeah. I guess they like him. Yeah. Well. Oh, I know. why. He's selling him drugs. No. No. We don't sell people drugs on the show. We sell people drugs after the show. We don't sell people people. That's for sure. We don't sell people people. That's for sure. We don't want to be like the back page guy. But. Oh, he's stage managing Annie's concession, so he's selling snacks. And and pull request merch. You got some shirts and hats, coffee cups. That's why the audience is wearing those t shirts. Yeah. 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 Um. 
Anyway, I don't know why Congress is really grilling Facebook that much. It's like it's almost like them repealing Obamacare. What do they really expect to happen with this? They're just they're just grandstanding for no yeah, reason. a bunch of old people and poor people losing their insurance. What do they expect? Well, no, I mean, I don't mean actually repealing Obamacare. I mean Congress trying to repeal Obamacare for like forty times during Obama's administration and not getting anywhere, and they just made a bunch of noise about it. Oh, it's anything. like all these people voted for us to represent them in office, so we're going to waste all their time with a futile uphill effort to repeal Obamacare, which they don't really care about, and a lot of them actually are on. Yeah, and I just... Uh, the voice of the people. I don't, representatives of the people. Here's what I don't get about, about the... Can- here's Kangaroo what I don't court? get about Cambridge Analytica, is that I don't think that they necessarily did anything wrong. Uh, they were just using the tools that Facebook gave them. In fact, did you I have watch this the video out. about the, at the restaurant? No. Yeah, there was a video at the restaurant with the with a big client, a potential client, and there, and one of the like two of the executives are there from Cambridge, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not afraid to play dirty. We'll send in escorts. We'll send in girls. We'll send in money. We'll bribe the for people what? for ele- elections." They they said we'll go in and get dirty and get and get our hands dirty and send people girls or like and get them intoxicated. They use them. They 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 go to international elections and are play the dirty person. They are so do we. Yeah, but they actually go and bribe people and then get those those so, so, so do testimonies. We. So does the U.S. government. Here's a I get that. Here's but, a well, here's a call out <laughs> that I received on Facebook the other day. It has the Facebook logo. It was right at the top of my newsfeed. It says, protecting your information. You know what? Let me uh, do some music here. We understand the importance of keeping your data safe. We've banned the app called This Is Your Digital Life, which one of your friends used Facebook to log into. We did this because the app may have misused some of your Facebook information by sharing it with a company called Cambridge Analytica. In most cases, the information was limited to your public profile, page likes, and birthday, and current city. You can learn more about what happened and how you can remove apps and websites anytime if you no longer to want them to have access to your Facebook information. There's more work to do, but we are committed to, conf- uh, to, to confronting abuse and to putting you in control of your privacy. Sincerely, Facebook. So nothing happened to you, so Cambridge Analytica is okay. Well, remember, I got those emails and my identity has been stolen like twice this year. Mm-hmm. That wasn't through Facebook, though. It was through my fitness pal. Mm-hmm. Under Armour got hacked. Remember that? My fitness pal had a data breach, and I got an email. I got an email from a bunch of people. I, I can't an- believe you have anything to do with Under Armour in your email. It's, I have, um, I don't even know how I got my fitness pal. That's probably an athletic my, uh, my, what's the step thing called? Fitbit. Mm. I feel like there was a thing there, but I don't know. I have like Under Armour um, exercise pants. I don't know. Anyway, sweet. yeah, just kind of disgusting. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, Eric yoga pants situation. Yeah, well, uh, we almost have done a whole hour. You know, it's interesting because this show, I feel like it's a lot more work to do an hour. Last week, we hit an hour without even noticing it. It's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's more Facebook stuff to talk about that's not really... Nah. Uh, I don't really have too much. Um, how about, why don't we tackle one last story? This will be a fun one, and then call it a night. Uh, you know what? Can I... I wonder... Why don't say something for like 30 seconds, Tyler. Uh, let's see. Eric's room is pretty sweet. He's got a picture of a rocket, some sort of computer program that I don't understand. But it looks really fun, like a rocket simulation from the 80s. Uh, and that's pretty cool. I checked out my old computer today. I used to have a MacBook from 2011. I saw the Spotify login from about 2012 when they had the old logo. How was that? It was beautifully unrefined. Beautifully unrefined. Yeah, you think you do a good job at the time, and then a few years on, you look back, and you're like, oh, what did I... <laughs> like, we watched that video uh, that I made from 10 years ago the other day. Yeah. And I, and I thought I did a good job at the time, and I look back now, and I'm like, oh, that was horrible. It was, I made so, it was, oh, so many bad decisions. But you think, you know, that you're doing right. Oh, you're doing all, all right. Um, anyway, go on. Anything else in your time capsule? No, that was about it. That was about it? I have to go back into a time capsule because I have to get my phone's battery replaced. And while it's in the Apple store, I need to go back to my iPod Touch. That still has iOS 6 on it. 
Oh boy. Yeah. Talk. I'll be using the 2012 version of Spotify too. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Let's talk about. Um, oh. Let's talk about this. Oh, it's muted. You remember this song, Badger, 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 from like 2004? Nope. This, well, yeah, if you went to badgerbadgerbadger.com, it just played this whole thing. This was in the pre-YouTube era. There's a video going oh, along. Oh, snake! Oh, no! Funny. This was made in Flash. Anyway, I'm playing this song because a very angry badger forces parts of Scotland's historic Cranthon Castle to close. Staff have been trying to lure the creature out with cat food and honey. It's a 16th century Scottish fortress which once thrived amid war, attack, and treason, but now parts of the Cranthon Castle have been abandoned because of a somewhat different invader. A very angry badger. And a snake. Historic Scotland was forced to shut tunnels which are popular with the, with the public after staff discovered the unexpected guest. Quote, If you're heading to Crinthon and Castle over the next few days, you might find the cellar tunnel closed due to the presence of a very angry badger. You know, I... I Which, used to, that accent was probably hard. No, it was great. I just used to think that gun control in this country was about people's lives at stake, and now I realize that so much to do with wildlife instead. This is not news in America. Some crazy no, neighbor. That badger is... <laughs> or they called animal control. The animal control would Badger is dinner. Yeah, yeah, what are they doing with their animal control? Have they not figured out the stick with the steel loop at the end? We're trying to entice <laughs> it out with cat food and send it home. You can't use your nine iron, Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> it did not elaborate as to why the badger was angry. <laughs> why can't they... But it is thought that the animal may live in the surrounding woodland and had become lost. Staff first spotted some dugout earth and saw the badger after closer inspection. They've been trying to lure it out with cat food and honey ever since. You're humans. You're at the top of the food chain. This is not news. Well, it is in a country where you don't have guns. And by the way... But Australians don't have guns and they have six feet kangaroos. Well, that's because they don't have winter in Australia. Yeah. Nothing freezes, so nothing dies. All their bugs get... It's like Florida. All the crazy uh, people are down there. Yeah, that's why the bugs, bugs are insane. Bugs are bigger because they don't die every winter. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, the castle managed by Historic Environment Scotland, HES, which was built around 1530. has a tower house, ramparts. I don't know what a rampart is. I know it's in a... And a pool house. And it, uh, that's what a rampart is? Uh, no, but they're in our uh, power anthem. Oh, right. Our power ballad. Right. And America's power ballad. <laughs> you know, the song for a country. The, yeah, a power ballad. The national anthem was the probably the first oh, power say, ballad. Oh, say, oh, say, can you see? No, wait. Beethoven's Ninth was a power ballad, too. Yeah. Um, oh, to joy. Yeah. Uh, it's a power ballad. What about, um, what about Fur Elise? Fur Elise could be a That's power ballad. A ballad. Yeah. Anyway. It's not powerful. It's just dark. Well, it could be the way that you play it. No, it would be a sweet metal song, but it wouldn't be a power ballad in that case. Just... All right. It's, it's fair. Uh, the uh, has Tower House Ramparts and a Caponier, a stone-vaulted shooting gallery. Well. Shooting gallery. Back to Florida. Shooting gallery, yes. And if they had a shooting gallery, they would have been able to kill the badger. But they don't. Yeah. So, I believe... That brings us to the end of this wonderful pull request. I want to use up one more minute of time so we have an even hour for the show. Hmm, we do we two hours every, almost every week, and this week we're struggling to do All right, hour. let's play What Would Steve Jobs Do? Do we have... We need theme music for that. Current iPhone situation with Rolling the third over parties. in his grave. All Already right. would have happened. I gave you this answer before. The reason why Apple is not doing well is because there's nobody there throwing effing temper tantrums all day and all night. You think so? I am. I am sure that's the reason. I told you the story with with the uh, iPhone engineers and the and the prototype, where they bring this prototype iPhone to Steve Jobs, and they go, "Hey, what do you think?" And he goes, "Make it thinner." And they go, "Steve, we can't. There's, there's literally there's no way." And he, there's an aquarium in the room, so he throws the prototype iPhone into the aquarium, ruining it. Air bubbles come out, and he says, "See, air bubbles. You can make it thinner. Make it thinner." That's Steve Jobs. No one's doing that at Apple anymore. Johnny Ive thinks he's a UX designer. He's not. He can make a cool computer out of plastic. He can't design software. So, no. 
Apple needs a new CEO. I would like to be their new CEO, and I would require they open an office in New York. You can find his resume at pneumonium.com. Slash resume.pdf. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then you'll find out uh, my address is not on there. No, it's not. He has no experience as a CEO of a multi-bajillion dollar. I'm a CEO of, of a multi-bajillion dollar corporation. It could be Zimbabwe do- dollars. Okay, That's it's something. worth many bajillions of Zimbabwe dollars. That's something, Tyler. It's worth trillions of yen. Yes, all right. Well, uh, that's enough banter. So <laughs> we've effectively Almost $85. We did good, <laughs> yes, it's worth $85. Or 10 trillion Zimbabwe dollars as their economy is about to collapse. So anyway, uh, that brings us to the end of yet another poll request. Uh, Christian, do you approve? Yes. Okay, Tyler, yeah. do you approve? You do. How about our wonderful studio audience? Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, then let's all hit merge. And we'll see you next week right here on Polar This has been a Pneumonium production. The views and opinions expressed on Polar Quest do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium LLC or its subsidiaries. This week's theme music provided by Wolfpack. Visit them at VULFPECK.com. And stage direction by Kyle.